Chapter 25 of A Book of Fairy Tale Foxes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adam Wilkins in March 2017. A Book of Fairy Tale Foxes by Clifton Johnson. Chapter 25 Reynard and His Adventures. Once upon a time, a fox lay peeping out of his hole on a winter's morning. There was a road in sight not far away, and by and by he saw a man coming along on it, driving to a market with a load of fish. That reminds me I haven't had breakfast, the fox said. Some of the fish on that sledge would just suit me. I think I can play a trick that will make the man give me a chance to help myself to them. Then he ran down a convenient hollow that allowed him to get into the road some distance ahead of the sledge without being seen, and there he stretched himself motionless by the roadside. Pretty soon the sledge reached him, and the driver pulled up sharply. Aha! A dead fox, he said, and he jumped out and tossed Reynard onto his load. The man got back on his seat and drove on, and soon the fox cautiously wriggled to the rear end of the sledge, threw off two nice large fish, and jumped off himself. Then he took the fish in his mouth and trotted away to the forest. There he met a bear, who stopped and asked, Where did you get those fish, Mr. Fox? Oh, not far off, the fox answered. You know the stream in the glen where the elves dwell? I just stuck my tail through a hole in the ice there, and these fish caught on and I pulled them out. The bear in those days had as long and as fine a tail as the fox, and he said, Well, if those fish would hang on to your tail, I suppose some would hang on to mine. Yes, certainly, Grandfather, the fox responded. The fish haven't much to eat these days. Dangle your tail down in the water and they will surely hang on. But you would have to sit patiently a long time. Could you do that? Don't talk nonsense, the bear snarled. Of course I could. Remember you will spoil everything if you are in a hurry, the fox said as the bear shambled away towards the glen of the elves. Bruin found a hole in the ice and thrust his tail deep in the chilly water. The weather was cold, and ice was forming rapidly. The sun set and it grew dark, and the bear said to himself, I have had enough of this sort of thing. Fish or no fish, I am going home. But to his dismay, he found that the hole in the ice had frozen over, and that his tail was held as if in a vise. To add to his alarm, the elves just then discovered him and began shouting to each other, Here is a bear in our glen. Drive him away. Drive him away. Instantly, he had swarms of the little people all about him, and each one was armed with a tiny bow and arrows, and a spear hardly big enough for a baby. Their arrows and spears, though small, could sting, as the bear well knew from past experience. And in his fright he gave a mighty tug that broke his tail short off. Then away he scampered out of the glen as fast as he could. His fine bushy tail was gone, and ever since that time all the bears have had short, stumpy tails. The bear wanted to punish the fox, and he went in search of him. Reynard understood perfectly what he must expect, and he said to himself, Unless I keep out of that fellow's way, I shall lose something more than my tail. Then he began speaking to his feet and other parts of himself. He would ask a question, and pretend that the part addressed answered, though of course it was he who did all the talking. The conversation was like this. What would you do, my feet, if the bear was seeking my life? 
We would run so fast that he could not catch us. What would you do, my ears, if the bear was seeking my life? We would listen so keenly that we should hear all his plans. What would you do, my nose, if the bear was seeking my life? I would smell so sharply that I could warn you of his coming while he was still afar off. What would you do, my tail, if the bear was seeking my life? I would steer you so straight that you would soon get beyond his reach. Then the fox listened intensely and sniffed the air suspiciously. I must be off. Danger is near, he said. So he ran and ran until he left the mountains with the ice and snow behind. At last he came to a man mending a boat beside a river. Lend me a boat that I may cross over to the other side, the fox requested. Don't bother me, the man said gruffly. I'm busy. But I need your boat to cross over this river, the fox said as he sat on his hind legs and looked up into the man's face. Stop your silly chatter, the man ordered. Stop it. I will give you a bath in the water. Oh, I wish I had a boat. I wish I had a boat, the fox cried. Then the man jumped up, seized the fox by the tail, and threw him far out into the stream. It happened that there was a little island near where the fox fell, and he scrambled out on that. After shaking the water from his fur, he sat down and called, Hasten, hasten, O fishes, and carry me to the other side. Immediately, the fishes left the pools where they had been lurking and hurried to see who could get to the island first. I have won, the pike shouted. Then he said to the fox, Jump on my back, and I will carry you to the other shore. No, I thank you, the fox responded. Your back is too weak. I should break it. The eel wriggled to the front and said, Try mine. You are too slippery, the fox objected. I would slide off and be drowned. You won't slide off my back, the perch said, coming forward. Good gracious, no, the fox exclaimed. Not while you have such a spiny fin right in the middle of it, but I would be very uncomfortable. At this moment, a fine salmon swam up and said, Well, you can have no fault to find with me. You are the person I want, the fox said. Come close to the shore so I can get on your back without wetting my feet. The salmon swam as near the island as he could, and the fox stepped carefully on his back and was carried swiftly to the opposite bank. I think the fox must still be on that side of the river, for I have never heard of his returning. End of chapter 25 Recording by Adam Wilkins End of A Book of Fairy Tale Foxes by Clifton Johnson